You're listening to a 58 Ember production. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Completely Fucking Clueless podcast. My name is Sarah Alice Liddy. And my name is Audrey Jean Flowers. And we both use she, her pronouns. Slay. I sometimes forget that, like, we should probably introduce ourselves to the camera now that we're filming these episodes. It's hard. Um... I haven't listened through to it yet, but I believe that there is a new little intro thing that y'all will have heard attached to this. Oh my gosh, there yes. is this. Oh my gosh. I we have a little we- reveal this episode. Okay, do you want to do the reveal or should we say it like one, two, three? Well, well we, we don't have a plan of what we're going to say. We didn't rehearse, so why don't you say it? <laughs> we, well, we haven't officially actually signed yet, but when this comes out, we will have officially signed with the podcasting network. Guys, we're on the podcast <laughs> network. Who do we think we are? Podcasters. Yes, that. I don't know. <laughs> it's so crazy because like today at work, also kind of life update. I am starting a new job next Monday. Very Woo-hoo. exciting. I'm going to be a creator resident at VaynerMedia. Hey. Very excited. Um, But today when I was like telling the team and everything and they were like, so what are you doing with your life? And like, how's the podcast? <laughs> I was like, yeah, we kind of are like signing with a podcast network. Like what? And it's a very small network. Very yes. new. I think very we're s- their third show that they'll yes, have. Yes, very and- new. The first show is one of the network owner or creators podcast. Yes. And then one is one that they're creating. So yeah. we're the third podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very excited. Very excited and honored. And we're excited to like, I think what is going to be really great about having a network, at least for what we do, is that I think you and me love like the branding, the photo shoots, the content making of it all. But we're not like strategists and we don't give a shit about like the give a shit i I just don't know how to fix it right like we give a shit obviously we give a shit about how many people listen because we want this to succeed but yeah we don't know how to fix it so (laughs) hopefully they will help us fix the issue i mean already i mean i had to like sync previously the episodes i've uploaded them to spotify and apple separately yeah but there's something that i had to do for them that i for so long tried to get them synced up and i finally had to for this and it turns out all i had to do was just message spotify and ask them to do it manually but I finally did it because of this. I sorry, there was a slight buzzing, and I I know I was like, lost my head. You guys, I pressed my phone. I was like, "Is it my phone <laughs> that's making the buzzing?" <laughs> we lost our train of thought there. But yeah, I know it's it's a really exciting opportunity, and yeah, we can't wait to bring you guys. Hopefully, I mean. It's still the same podcast, yeah. But now, just there's like, not going to be radical changes. It's no. just there's a slight little thing at the bottom of our, uh, yeah, cover f- photo, and there's going to be an addition to the intro and outro that we haven't listened to yet, so we don't actually know what it is. I know. I meant to do that at work. Today. I did too, but I, I completely <laughs> forgot. I know. I think it'll be nice. I said this like in a little form that we filled out with the with the network. I was like, I'm really excited to just have an extra pair of hands and an extra brain. Yes, I'm excited to have like other points of view. Yes, um, but they made us a beautiful notion guys it's so sexy this notion mm. is gar it's like everything it's i could have i know it's, it's got files within folders and tabs and colors and i'm, oh! I'm in it right now because i'm trying to pull up our notes for today oh, yeah, smart. um i don't know where my phone is so that we don't forget what we're talking about yeah well since this is the first episode of pride pride of pride month pride we will month. be getting into gay Yes, that (laughs) if you were around last year, we did a little solo episode, just kind of like digging into our identity, sexual identity, a lot of like our like beginnings. Yeah. So if you want to hear like our like, I feel like we covered coming out stories and like the realization of like being gay. Yeah. Last year's episode. So So I think it's named Sarah and Audrey's. Queer, queer adventures or something like that. So if you want to hear the origins, like go back to that. This will be kind of diving into like. Where we're at now. Yeah, where we've been the past Mm. year as queer girlies living in this world. And I feel like both of us, something that we like kind of have been thinking about a lot is like queer joy, particularly with everything happening in the world. And like uh, even in like media, you so often like when you do get queer stories, it's always heartbreaking. And there is very much the trope of like bury your gaze. Yeah. And so like just like having queer joy and getting to hear like queer people just be happy. Yeah, exactly. I think that's important. Olivia always brings that up. Yeah. And is always like you know, especially when we interview queer people, I'll always ask Olivia's a point of view on questions because I just think that they are very ingrained in the queer community and have a good 
has a good brain. <laughs> I was going to say has a good set of brain, but that doesn't make sense. Has a good set of brains. Yeah. Olivia actually rotates between several brains. Yes. Um, yeah. Yes. And so um, they always are like emphasizing queer joy and like you should yes. ask questions that emphasize that in addition to like the real things that people experience. Because both are important. Yeah. Being a queer person, it can be hard. But we're excited to dive into that later today. But until then, we have some life updates because we've done three guest episodes those in yes. a row we guys we've thrown you for a loop we were like we're taking a break from guests for a month here's the thing we told you we were taking a break from guests after we'd already been taking a break yes. from guests but at the when we were kind of stopping taking a break from guests we made it confusing i know so we had like four solo episodes in a row then we did three guests yeah. once and now we're back and hopefully over the summer we can find that like back and forth rhythm again yes. but it also may be hard because i am starting this job and it's full time you guys I think we're about to like uh, sort of like refine our balance and rhythm. I think we we've been out of rhythm for a couple of months because of me. Um, but I feel like with my life settling down and you getting the job, I feel like we're going to find a new rhythm and yeah. I'm excited to see what it is. Me too. I know I, I like lives evolve and change. You know what I was thinking about? I was using the bathroom before we started and <laughs> Not that you guys need to know that I was peeing, but I was peeing. But I <laughs> I was thinking about this. So when Meg came on the podcast, she yes. was like, that statistic of you will have nine jobs yes. on average. You're on to job two. I, or three. No, I'm on to job three because yeah. I had nanny. Yeah, I my had, brain forgot nanny. For yes, sec. the TE. And now this one. I'm so like, I, I'm on job three. I'm, I'm like, wait, how much? How What percentage is that? Three. three. It's a third. 33.3. All right. I'm a third of the way there. <laughs> fierce i know so yeah what's going on with you i've been grandmother service this weekend yes for you it will have been this past weekend um you the listener not you sarah (laughs) (laughs) um so a lot of feelings about that and i think it'll be nice to sort of have it be done with and i feel like it'll be like very much we're trying to make it like a celebration of life like we're not wearing black um we're actually all I wearing love that yeah i like i had actually brought it up to my mom and I, but i think she separately also had had this idea of like i asked like do i have to wear black i'd like love to wear so she was very much known for blue and green like yes. her entire closet only blue and green like if anyone showed up wearing blue or green she'd be like you're wearing my colors Aww. and like anything anyone bought her was always blue and green um like it was her thing and so we're all wearing blue and green um and i really tried to find something with flowers and i did i found something with hydrangeas on it which is a flower she really liked um and a flower that we had in my garden in my garden my parents garden growing up <laughs> um so I, I think it'll be nice for everyone to sort of like close the door a little bit and I know yeah. it's been like weighing on everyone and so I think it'll be nice to just sort of like yeah I think it'll help allow the wound to sort of heal over yeah. a little for sure, for sure. Honestly, I kind of like how your family has done it. You've kind of waited. We for waited because my cousin was yeah. uh, abroad and we didn't want to have it without her. Yeah, I guess like, I mean, the only experience I've had with like wakes and stuff was my cousin and my grandpa, my papa. And it's just like happened so quickly. Yeah. And I guess maybe, I don't know, I, I, I could see the benefits and con- pros and cons of both ways. I'm glad that we had extra time. I would have maybe preferred less a little less yeah but um I do actually think it was really nice to have time um so that'll be (laughs) I I was joking to my therapist earlier today that like we're gonna look dressed much more cheerful than we are because like when we see people all in black it's pretty big giveaway of like oh they're going to a funeral have just left a funeral we're all gonna look very fucking cheery (laughs) yeah well I guess it's like a celebration of you know life yeah Yeah. of life and that's if those are the colors that she liked I bet she'll be happy that y'all didn't just wear black yeah so I I think it'll be nice and I'm gonna get to spend a little bit of time with my family um yeah uh I think the only other thing that I had that I wanted to touch on was oh yeah your your date your dating life not Okay, my dating life. There's not really an update. The update is kind of a non-update. I decided that I want to start dating again this summer, um, but I want to do it for the plot, like for the gag, for the stories, not for finding a partner. I would say something that actually has genuinely been holding me back is like, A, like my life kind of being a complete clusterfuck. But do you want to know like what has actually been a large part of it? What? My fucking warts. I I can't date. I can't go on a date and have fucking finger warts. I can't give someone finger warts. So I'm trying to make a dermatologist appointment. Um, I got partway through and then it didn't like my phone number. So I need to try again tomorrow. 
Um, I need to get rid of these fucking warts. Oh, that stings. <laughs> I know. I had an ex that had finger warts, but we were already together. But when we were together, I was like, I don't want you to touch like my bits and shit no. with your warts. Like, I mean, I even get nervous like washing my face. Yeah. Yeah. That's so interesting. So I'm like, these fuckers need to go. <laughs> because they keep coming back and then leaving but like right now this finger is really bad i literally Mm. have my finger covered in band-aids right now because i was like this can't be seen oh no (laughs) this needs to go away um and i keep having paranoid dreams about having to get my finger amputated oh my god that's i mean it's not a thing that could happen from warts i know but uh (laughs) it is (laughs) still something that i keep getting scared about well i'm excited for you to start dating again because it was funny i was re-listening to um the episode we did last year the queer adventures one and you had been on a date yes and like i i was like oh my goodness i now haven't been on a date in a hot while that's okay but i'm excited for you to get back out there yeah It'll probably be at least another month before I actually do. Um, Also, it's the summer. Everybody's starting to get into a good mood. The weather has been gorgeous. I want to get free drinks. Right. Like people are ready for their like, right. The whole like idea of like cuffing season because it's like cold and like everyone's Mm -hmm. inside. But now everyone's like ready to meet people. Exactly. So you got to get. So I'm on the way to steal your bitch. Boom. Just give me a month to get rid of my fucking warts. <laughs> but also, did you see Alana from Seeing Other People? Her and one of her friends um, are like opening a matchmaking service. I did see that. I'm like, that would be interesting. I found that very interesting. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So all the cool things in the dating world. It's like say the day yeah my only two update life updates were job new jobs play mm. the day and then um i performed at 54 below yes, this weekend she was fantastic thank you it was so exciting but like so nerve-wracking yeah holy fucking shit so we had like a sound check earlier that day mm. and honestly i think that was more nerve-wracking because you're singing in front of like a bunch of singers and performers and then my actual performance it was funny i started the song and i felt fine and then i started getting nervous throughout because i think sometimes like you can feel your body shaking you're wondering if other people can notice that you start getting all this adrenaline rushing through you yeah but otherwise i was like i think i did a really good job i feel like you did a great job thanks i was like i feel like it's the best i've like sounded in a really long time and also the song i sang was just really connect i connected to it a lot it's called little miss perfect and it's about like a character who you know has been quote-unquote perfect all her life like she describes herself like straight hair straight a's straight forward but she's not straight Straight. but and so yeah i felt really connected to this character's journey so i felt like it was just it was great and honestly i told my mom i was like it felt like one of i because i had a voice teacher growing up and she would have a recital every year for her students Mm -hmm. and i was like it felt like a recital because everyone was just so like encouraging like it wasn't like i was you know i think the nice thing about it was like there was no casting directors agents or even if people like that were there i did not know or care because i was like this is for me and what i'm doing with my life yeah so it was such a cool experience um if anybody wants to know his hot tips you know like the place where people take the picture in front of the 54 below thing that's 10 floors up I, I Olivia nev- had mentioned that to me. I was like, I Olivia never was asking knew that. Her, someone was asking where they were. And I was like, oh, backstage. And Olivia was like, yeah, apparently backstage is 10 floors up. And it's yeah. like, that's There's very a, funny. An elevator and the elevator is wonky like it's so slow and like once you get down to that like level it just like it like sits there for like a minute and then finally and i was like this oh, I is that. yeah i was like am i gonna get stuck in here but yeah the last two weeks of my life have been insane like finishing up my internship interviewing and getting this job and then like all these other things and i'm so blessed for everything that's happened but i'm also excited to like hopefully take a deep breath this weekend and just try and Find some zen. Yeah. I know. I told Olivia that I don't want to spend more than one hour on TikTok a day this weekend. We'll see if I make that happen. I believe in you. Yeah. I don't know. I like really want to make content because I haven't been making as much. But also I'm like, I feel like I should take a break. Yeah. It's like hard because it's like you want to do it. But also, you know, like, I don't know. Dude, I don't have the answer either. I don't have the answer. Speaking of no answers, we have some clueless moments of the week for you all. It's been a second. Clueless moments of the week. I don't remember what mine was. Oh, I thought okay. I wrote one down, but I don't remember what it is. Okay. Do you want me to tell you what yours is or do you <laughs> want me? <laughs> LOL. Audrey doesn't have our notes in front of us. In front of her. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
You can go first. Okay. Um, what did I say? Oh, honestly, this is a perfect segue. I was just saying to you guys, I have been so overwhelmed the last few weeks. And one, I'm really proud of myself because in the past, especially these past couple years, whenever I felt overwhelmed, I would cancel everything or just like find ways because I, I was so scared of like burning myself out again. I would try and like find ways to like have more resting time but it, it would just like it's one of those things where you cancel one thing and it ends up, ends up just piling up because no. it, it's not serving you so I'm really happy I didn't do any of that I did reschedule one thing or uh, one of our recordings because I was like yeah. I actually need to take a break or I'm gonna be crazy but otherwise I was like I feel like I balanced everything really well and I also kept telling myself like I will not be this busy forever. Like I have great things going on right now. It's a little bit overwhelming, but like I can do this. And then like when there's a time in my life that is not as busy, like you'd be grateful for that time too. So, but something that happens to me when I get really busy is all my fucking routines go out the window and it bothers me so much like I had started going to soul cycle a bit more and just like kind of being more aware of some of my routines like out the window like having on to soul cycle and and look it happens but also i'm like why like why can't i sort of figure out how to find the balance of both and i think that is my next challenge for myself the next time i get really busy is like how can i like throw in some movement or just throw in something that like is like um anxiety relieving stress relieving yeah but that's my clueless moment because i swear i do this all the fucking time and it bothers me so much my glue's mom is also about routines. Um, I kind of started to get into a groove and I fell out of it a bit in this past week. And like mm. my sleep schedule got kind of fucked up. Same, same. Yes. And so I like I had therapy today and I was like was talking about that. And I was like, I'm trying to give myself grace. Like it's the week like leading up to like my grandmother's service. Mm-hmm. And like I I'm just trying to like let it be like it's a bad week and then we're going to move on. Yeah. Um. Or not a bad week, but not a great week. Um, And she was like, I don't really ever hear you say that. So like, and I was like, well, you know, I've been, I've tried being mean to myself about it for a long time and that hasn't worked. So I'm attempting to give myself grace. And she's like, is there a part of you that thinks that's kind of like BS or do you like really fully believe that? And I was like, oh, there's absolutely a part of me that believes that's BS. um, That like doesn't believe that at all, but I'm attempting to. I I'm my clueless moment is like if I keep sort of pretending and like sort of saying and attempting to give myself grace will I eventually actually give it right I hope it's like that thing where you like train your brain to like like you keep saying that thing so your brain finally starts to actually believe it so uh, uh, am I really giving myself grace not entirely is there definitely a part of me that's beating myself up about it yeah am I trying to just release it it's the past you can't fucking change it I'm attempting to. Exactly. Exactly. I feel like the more we just like beat ourselves up about it, it just like ruminates and you just, it, it just keeps going downward and downward. It doesn't help anybody. Yeah. So every time I get in that little spiral, like you're a terrible person, you're a piece of shit. I'm just like, Hey, that's not going to help. So let's just calm that down for a second. Yeah. That's like a really good thing. I think like, sometimes with these spirals like the best way to get yourself out of it is to like notice the thought and be like this is like a thought that I'm having but like is this thought really helpful for me yeah yeah so yeah we love therapy we love being mindful I found it really funny when my therapist was like is there a part of you that thinks that's bullshit and I was like absolutely oh my god I love that your therapist asked that like that's a really good question (laughs) because I think even someone like well because she knows me she was like huh I've never heard you like say that before (laughs) um I've never heard you be kind to yourself yeah (laughs) (laughs) driving like somebody wrote in something like similar to that like having trouble like trusting and believing themselves yeah and like that is such a real true feeling I mean I still occasionally am like maybe I'm not depressed maybe I'm just a piece of shit and a lazy person literally like it's so crazy like sometimes like when I said hey like can we reschedule this thing like I'm just really need to take a second and take a break a part of me was like do I really need this break like do I really need like should I be doing this 
that's the thing is i'll be like being like maybe you're just being lazy and it's like no you full couldn't get out of bed for a whole day and didn't leave your apartment and haven't eaten that's not being lazy that's yeah being depressed yeah i think it's just like how our society like treats those certain behaviors that makes yeah. us think that we're lazy we're not good enough like all those things and i feel like that's why people can't like quickly recognize that those are actually like maybe some red flags yeah yeah well those are the clueless moments of the week before we get into our main little topic here i want to do a little tv show moment did you watch queen charlotte yes i watched it ages ago oh oh i'm sorry i'm late to the game it was okay i think it's my favorite one i think so too because it, it like has more like sort of depth to it oh my god the story sorry spoiler alerts click ahead um sorry click ahead um was heart-wrenching there were tears in my eyes most of the series i'm gonna be honest though like the something about the actor for king george he's really objectively attractive he didn't do it for me (laughs) oh no i wasn't yeah i could tell he was attractive but he didn't do it for me either i think it was just such a uh not cool i don't want to say the word cool but such an interesting dynamic that they were portraying um and i love and then i loved that they're two like right hand men were yes. like together and I was just like and then when she like asked him if he ever got married and then he's like dancing by himself mm-hmm. in the courtyard I was like what happened to him did he die I know the main two theories I've heard are either that he died yeah. or that like both of them are very dedicated to their person yeah. and with George being so off he was very dedicated to them and it just they couldn't make it work yeah it was either sad if you if you haven't watched it like i i think it's the best of all of all the seasons um a show that i uh watched that is really good is called made um it's on netflix m-a-i-d um it's really well acted and really beautifully done Mm. and it's 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 about um a woman uh getting her daughter out of like uh a like uh uh, like sh- her boyfriend the father of her child is like emotionally abusive mm. um and is like trying to about her like trying to get out of that and that, it's just like yeah. it's really beautifully done and like it covers how like there's so many like governmental hurdles that you have to go through and like how difficult it is and it was just like it was very funny and like poignant and heartbreaking mm. and just like really beautiful done and i feel like i haven't heard that much about it Ooh, um, okay maybe i gotta check that out because i'm like don't know what to watch tonight because i finished queen charlotte xoxo kitty yeah okay call me weird but xoxo kitty was some of the best television i've seen it's it was okay bad good tv yes it's bad good tv <laughs> but i i think i was watching it because i think it, uh, it's obviously geared towards like high school students and so I think I'm watching it from the lens of like, what if I got to watch something like this in high school? Yeah. It's just like so progressive in like the way that they have so many queer people in it. So many like different. And I love it was like perfectly silly yes. and dumb and like very predictable plot twists, but like very fun. It was so good. And sometimes things can just be fun. Exactly. Like I love a good lighthearted show like that. Yes. And then have you watched um, the ultimatum queer love? I haven't watched it yet. Highly recommend. So that. I've been wanting to watch it, but the reason I haven't, is you know how netflix enacted that like new thing oh oh the, the new- home thing yeah i don't even understand what that means like it's a crackdown on password sharing it's basically like there's going to be an ip address and like people as many people can want or people can stream from one account from that same ip address ip address yeah. but it's basically to crack down with, like you can't have multiple households on the same account you can if you want to pay for it but my sister and I have been mooching off our parents. And yeah. I don't honestly know if they even know about what has happened. Oh. And so when I click into it now, it like gives me all these things of, like you have to choose like, is this the home IP? How oh, is this working? And you're like, and I was just like, I don't want to click the wrong thing. So I just exited out. Yeah. I, well, I started it. They, uh, you know, now Netflix, like they're the ones that made us binge watchers. And now they're like keeping the shit from us. Um, So the next set of episodes comes out tomorrow, but I've watched the first batch. Yeah. I haven't watched it yet. Such I, interesting dynamics. There's really interesting things happening with streaming right now. I mean, like, I don't know if you've heard about like HBO and like Disney pulling so many of their titles. Like I didn't oh, know HBO really? had pulled Westworld. You can't watch Westworld on HBO oh. anymore. I'm not a huge HBO Max watcher in the first place or Disney. So I'm not maybe a that's huge why. one. But so Disney owns Hulu. So they're also pulling Hulu shit. 
um which like makes me sad like there's a lot of like little random things that are getting pulled but i was shocked they pulled westworld because that was a big one but uh it has gotten me back in my i used to pirate tv shows back in the day and oh. it got me back if there was a tv show i was perfectly happy to like pay to watch it that i wanted to watch um that i just find really interesting called made for love um that was on hbo but they pulled it and it's not currently available anywhere uh-huh. so i pirated it <laughs> um which really brought me back to like middle school early <laughs> high school um but you know that may be what i'm going back to because i i i, I really want to um I, have you heard about the show idol no it's the new hb it's a new hbo show coming out it's the one starring the weekend and lily rose depp that's caused a lot mm. of controversy okay of uh, it's about like a, a sort of like it follows this pop star and sort of like the the dark side of like sort of that stuff okay. and it was originally led by a female director and was like very much like through that lens yeah. and then um the female director left the project i don't know in what way i don't know if she chose to left or got fired or what it was and sam levingston who's the oh yeah. euphoria bo- yes. boy <laughs> euphoria boy um yes. and it's like it after the can um film festival where it premiered it had like a 10 percent on rotten tomatoes and Oof. people have been like it's just glorified like rape fantasy yeah um and there's a part of me that like wants to see what it is but i don't want to give the streams to that show so i'm just gonna pirate that too baby and that's the tea if you're the you're the cops you're the law i'm kidding just jokes i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm a kidding silly little girl oh my goodness i'm not a silly little girl i'm a kidding silly woman big woman But I forget how I got to that. Anyway. Anyways, that's our little TV show recap. Period. All right. Let's talk about being gay. Yes. Being gay, being queer, whatever your chosen word is. I've been really into the word queer before. Not before. Now. I use queer to define myself. I use gay when I'm trying to be funny. Yeah. I feel (laughs) like in the past I haven't been as like fond of the word queer. I don't know why. I really like it because of how general it is. I like, yes. I don't use the word gay to describe myself because I, that feels inaccurate on several levels. Um, but queer, I like because it's so broad and encompassing. Right. Encompassing. Encompassing. Yeah. I feel like at the beginning of coming out and like embracing who I am in like 2020 and Olivia would always use the word queer. And for some reason, it just made me feel like not in a like a bad way towards our community but just like, kind of weird i mean it's a word with a lot of complicated history i mean yes. like a lot of our generation like it but a lot of generations above us aren't as fond of it because right. of its history right and i think just like the more i used it i was like wait this is actually just like such a great term it's a catch-all right and i'm like let's just use this word um but i do like the word get now i feel like i'm like more grossed out by the word gay like not like grossed <laughs> out but like you know like i'm just like i'm like do I like the word gay as much as I like the word queer now? I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I don't use the word gay to describe me partially because I, I like any genders um, and I feel like it tends to imply just liking your own gender. Yeah. And true. secondly, because it's mostly used to refer to gay men. Right. And gay women it's gay is not used to describe women as yeah. much. Yeah. Oh, and if anybody is like new here and doesn't like know how we identify, I like identify like as like bisexual queer pansexual like in that realm i didn't say bisexual or queer um i used to when i first came out i identified as pan and i just uh, for some reason just don't i think i just don't like the word pansexual as much yeah i don't love Um, it i was like are we recording something um Um, i didn't stop it but i yeah like i know like some people are like oh i feel like bisexual can be like uh like exclusionist to like because i think a lot of people traditionally thought of it as being like bias and attracted to both men and, men and women i think of it as i'm attracted to my own gender and other genders okay that's a good that's a good way of putting it yeah sometimes i'm like oh is it wrong to say by bis- that i'm bisexual because i have a non-binary partner yeah and so i'm like does that include them in my picture that is the way i see it yeah and I don't know, it's just something about the word bisexual is hotter than pansexual. Oh, it's so much hotter. I love the word bisexual. I think I, it's a great word. I would really love to end up with another bisexual. 
Yeah. Olivia's technically bisexual. I love that. For yeah. Them. Not technically. Olivia. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Olivia is bisexual. <laughs> um, yeah. So let's get into some of these things that we've written down, Hot. shall we? So how are we feeling differently than we felt a year ago about like our relationship with our identity? I both feel more comfortable with it, but also more disconnected. Just like I feel more like I think just with every passing year, that sort of anxiety of like not feeling like gay enough or not feeling straight enough or whatever subsides a little bit. Mm. But I also feel more disconnected because like I really haven't been dating. I really haven't been just engaging with like that aspect of myself at all. Right. Um. So I do feel like a little weirdly disconnected. Yeah, I get that. I feel like. For me personally, I feel like in the last year, I've tried to like really embrace like the fears that I have around Mm -hmm. my sexuality because I think like what they don't tell you about coming out. And I, I see this a lot is that you continue to come out. Yeah. No, it never ends. Right. And you also like all the, the shame, all the things that you've pushed down for so long, they don't just like go away fly away like fairies like they're still there and I think like something I finally ended up telling Olivia because I felt so guilty about it for so long was like okay what if Olivia and I break up my partner and I break up and no man ever wants to be with me again because I have been in a queer relationship and I've like debunked this in therapy so many times and my therapist always says like why would you want to be with a person that doesn't accept who you are and i'm like i don't know like what if there's nobody out there and she's like sarah like can we be realistic like will nobody like ever um and so that was like a big fear of mine was like what if olivia and i don't work out like will any guys look at me like the same or like will anybody be interested like any guy specifically be interested and then i was like why am i only focused on men in this equation i think a lot of like my struggles with my sexuality always come back to men because that's like we've what we've, we've taught. been so trained taught right. and ingrained yeah our entire lives right like i also like struggled a lot with like oh like i feel like i need to have sex with a guy one more time to just be like like is this is <laughs> just double check right and uh, olivia is so fucking funny olivia's like you really need a penis to like figure out <laughs> I was like, Zam, Zaddy. You can buy one online if you want. Literally, literally. You know what's crazy? When I was watching um, the ultimatum queer, queer, I was about to call it the ultimatum queer eye, Um, the ultimatum queer love. Um, So I don't want to like spoil anything, but somebody has sex with somebody that they're like not supposed to. Okay. Very classic dating show. Exactly. And they like penetrated each other. And (laughs) I don't know why that was really funny. Just using some (laughs) correct uh, scientific terms around here. So they penetrated each other. And the the original, like, girlfriend of the person was Mm -hmm. like, you were inside my girlfriend. Like, how dare you? And... I think I've always kind of struggled with that part of like women on women's sex is like Nancy Purdy warning. Sorry, I didn't say that. <sighs> Nancy Purdy warning for yeah, Nancy this whole, Purdy people. A lot of this probably should be a Nancy Purdy <laughs> yes. warning, just general. Yes. Um, I think like a lot of the times I was struggling with women, like with like women loving women's sex because I was like, there is like the penetrative element is very like new and different to me. It's not what we've been taught. I mean, like there's to a large degree, we're kind of taught like sex ends when a man comes. Right. right. Oh my gosh. You guys like literally I'm, I'm like very being very open right now about this, but like it was hard with sex for a while because I was literally like something feels like it's missing, but it's not between us. It's between like, this yeah the even idea. when there's not a man in the room the male gaze is still very present literally yeah. literally and so like when i was watching this episode and she was like you were inside my girlfriend i was like yeah like she is the one inserting something inside <laughs> the other one like she was inside her so it just like helped kind of like change my view so like literally every day i'm still like learning and becoming and debunking all these like fears that i have because because well, it's taught literally from fucking birth as much as the conservatives are fucking pissed and stressed about the queer people uh grooming their children or like why does gay stuff need to be taught so early you are 
pushing these heteronormative ideas from the moment these children are born right like oh my god right like it's still like is something i struggle with all the time and it's like weird because i feel like more authentic in who i am but like also like yeah we were taught like since like forever ago that like when right like when i love that you brought up like when the man finishes like that's Mm -hmm. when it's supposed to end because like (laughs) (laughs) i'm debating if i want to say this okay like i as i've spoken about before like towards the end of like my last relationship i was on a really high dosage of antidepressants and like one of the issues sort of within a relationship was sex and like it reached a point where like I was not really enjoying it, but I was just like, how fast can I get him to come so that this can be fucking done? Yeah. It's so interesting because like, even now, like when I am using like toys in a penetrative way, winky wink, um, <laughs> guys, I'm so awkward. Um, in a, in a penetrative way, I'm like, so I get to choose when this like stops. Yeah. And then when it stops, I'm like, <laughs> so I, like I own uh, two different dildos and I actually bought dildos because I'm going to be honest, I didn't think there was like any part of penetrative sex that I enjoyed because to be honest, I never particularly enjoyed it with any partner I'd been with. Mm. Um, and that's been part of my own journey of like sort of discovering that and like dealing with like my own sexual trauma and et cetera, blah, 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 blah. Um, but <sighs> I forget where I was going. <laughs> I think it can be enjoyable. Like I think, yes. I think it can be. I, I mean, for me personally, like it's like a like a couple rounds and I'm good. But like back, like back when there was a person with a penis attached to their body in the equation, like it became usually like it. Yeah, there was this, there's pain involved. Right, there's a lot of pain involved because I think there's this element where you you feel like you can't control it, even though you do have the control. Like you should be able to have the control. You quote unquote don't. Yes. Yeah. It's it's hard. And then I think also something that I'm continually addressing is like my like being open and proud about my relationship with my parents. Yeah. My parents support me um, and everything, which is amazing. And I'm very privileged to have that. And I think I hold myself back in front of them and I hold my relation back back in front of them because it I don't know why. Yeah, I guess like. I don't want to say it makes it does. It makes me nervous. It makes yeah. me nervous. I like and like this is so like new to be this person in front of you guys. Like I'm like, am I making the mom comfortable? Is it weird to see me kiss like my partner? Like all these things. Even with super supportive family members, it's like there's still an element of it being scary. Like I, I'm the last of some several like very gay children. Like I knew it was not going to be an issue. I never even formally came out to my parents. I just they were like where are you going and i was like on a date with skylar um and that's how they found it out um but it's still like i I still get nervous yeah it is it's it's so nerve-wracking even like the other night at 54 below like you know i like was i kissed olivia in front of my mom and i was like oh my god like should i have done that like all these things it's it's nerve-wracking when olivia and i are by ourselves like i feel like a lot more like comfortable like i don't really give a fuck um but yeah in front of my parents in front of my family it's a little it's a little it's a lot harder i have kind of uh the opposite worry of the thing you were talking about earlier Whereas, like, I get nervous that, like, no women will want to date me because mm. I haven't, I've dated a woman before. Or I haven't dated a woman before. Um, like, not seriously. Like, I've gone on a couple dates. But, like, I've been in, I'd say, one and a half actual relationships. And they were both with men. Um, and, like, I get really self-conscious about that. And, like, there is very much, like, a degree to which, like, some queer women don't want to date queer women who have not dated women before. Which is fair because i've watched a lot of friends go through it with that situation and like date women who like aren't even out yet sometimes and like yeah that can cause like a lot of heartache and everything but like i get really insecure about it of like not being taken seriously or like straight up i've not had sex with a woman i what if i'm bad i mean (laughs) i mean look like i mean you could be naturally gifted but i feel like most people (laughs) i feel like most people like you know i think like the thing about sex is like i think when you get with a new partner there's always a learning curve whether you're like the best sex on the planet just overall in general this is a fun fact about me not a fun fact i don't know i'm getting nervous now um like 
sex is still very nerve-wracking for me it's not something okay. i am like very comfortable with and like okay like and i'm gonna be really honest here I think people aren't as forthcoming about how like much sex is either like something like that makes them nervous or something that is, you know, a topic of conversation in their relationship that them like you and your partner struggle with. Like I know Olivia and I have our moments with sex. It's hard. And the thing is, is when you're a horny high schooler, like it's a lot different. You're just like fucking like bunny rabbits. But then you get older and there's things like jobs and families and all these other circumstances that come into play that affect your sex life. Like, I never knew these things would affect my sex life, but they do. And and that's okay. And I think it's okay to be nervous. Like I still get nervous sometimes. Yeah. But yeah, so I get insecure about dating women, not having dated a woman. Ready? But just as my therapist said, would you really want to be with a person that's going to like X nay you? Here's the thing. I say no, but like I have good friends who have been like, I don't want to date women Hmm. who have not dated a woman before. Have these friends all dated women before? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I think it'd be rude to be like, I and haven't dated a woman before, but I won't date a woman who hasn't yeah. dated a woman. I guess you just need, yeah, you have to find your right person because yeah. I feel like somebody, look, I understand where this person is coming from, but like, wh- why? I guess my thing is like, why? Like, if you really like this person and you've never like, like you know, why? Yeah. But I get, I get that that's a, a, a fear. But yeah. Yeah. So do you have any memories you wrote? What what was one sign as a kid that you were going to be gay? In parentheses. (laughs) Funny. Funny. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I wanted to tell you what I like the tone of voice that I meant with it. Oh, okay. Not like serious dark moments, but like a silly, goofy moment. I wish I had a moment. Like I, I, whenever I listen to people talk about their sexuality and their journey, there's always like this like moment where they were like, that was the moment I should have realized I had a whole era. I, I was cast as Peter Pan in like not like actual Peter, the the theater that I went to or performed at or did shows at as a kid um, only did original shows, but they would often take other properties into them. Like we did a musical version of uh, the Phantom Tollbooth. Okay. <laughs> but we did like a sequel to Peter Pan and I was Peter Pan. <laughs> sequel to Peter Pan. <laughs> we also did a sequel sure. to Cinderella, but like not the movie sequel to Cinderella, our own separate sequel to Cinderella. Okay. Um, I was Peter Pan, and so I went and cut my hair in the little Peter Pan haircut for it, and I kept that haircut for a long time. And like, I was a real like tomboy for a good part of growing up. Yeah. Um, and I, I very much only wore. Did you ever see those like Bermuda shorts that were like patchwork different plaids? Yes. Those shorts. That's funny. (laughs) Those shorts are the reason I should have known. Um, Yeah, those shorts. Yeah, I feel like I never really had. A moment. I would say my moment is when I fell for Olivia when I was 12 years old. That's when I knew it could be possible for me. Like, <laughs> Olivia was my first kiss. Like, that's just, like, how I knew. And so I feel like it's just been a part of my life for, like, so long. But I hid it for so long. So, but, yeah, I don't, I wish I had one. The only, like, one I could slightly think of was when I would watch Total Drama Island. I would get sort of turned on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I tell this to a lot of people. Like, I don't know what turned me on about Total Drama Island, but it did. I've never seen that show. Oh my God, really? Yeah. I used to love it back in the day. I haven't seen it in a while. So maybe I should like watch it again and let you guys know. Like, see if it still gets you going. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, that's so funny. Um, what are we most excited about for Pride this year? I'm so excited for Pride. I think what I'm most excited about is a little, a little sneak peek of something to come is that, so Juliet's coming down for Pride. So we're finally going to do our besties episode. Yes. With Liz and, Liz and, and Julia. We're so excited. I'm so excited to like, I feel like we need to like talk with them and ask them like their perspective on us. Yeah. Julia was like, so what are we going to talk about? And I was like, oh, I have no idea. We haven't gotten to that part of it yet. We'll figure it yeah. out, Julia. I feel I like got we got to do some part of like kind of a little like newlyweds game of test them how well they know us oh my god that would be so <laughs> but good i was like we Give gotta them do some whiteboards <laughs> i was like we gotta do really niche questions because she was like i don't know what your favorite movie is and i was like i don't know what my favorite movie is so i want to no. do like weirdly specific niche questions yeah, that of they like may what's know. their most embarrassing moment or like what's the most douchey thing i know exactly it, uh, one of the questions was what is the worst thing you've done to your friend i know exactly what julia's answer would be <laughs> i know what each of our answers would be that's so funny wait that's a really 
we, we should do something like a fun yeah. game or something. But yeah, they're coming on, which is so much fun. Yeah. I know. I'm so excited for Pride Month this year. I feel like last year, you know, was like my first real Pride Month because yeah. the prior one, I was in Indiana and Indiana is not the most prideful. Let's just say that. Um, and so I feel like I was having so many experiences for the first time last year. Like I cannot believe the first time I ever went to Henrietta Hudson was the day before like the actual pride parade. My first time was Hen- was pride day. Yes, because I am such a regular now there. Yeah. Like I know the bartenders like I love it there. And so I'm excited for this pride because I just feel so a little bit more immersed in this community like I have a little bit more foundation under my feet I know that I will not be going to the pride parade this year my ass will be going straight to Henrietta's at 2 p.m. when they open their doors I know Julia wants to go by real quick and I was like I'll go with you if I hope you, want you guys to go, have a great I don't time want to go <laughs> I'm such a ba- I hope you guys have a great time um, I've learned my lesson from last she year. asked me what the plan was and I was like well I think we're gonna do a similar thing to last year and then start describing what we did last year and she was like you do remember I was there last year and I was like all right I kind of forgot that for some reason yeah yeah I kind of liked what I like for anybody who is coming to New York Pride or is curious about like things you can to meet do. up with us yeah you can I meet mean, us if you want you could totally DM well, us you might be a disappointment <laughs> we might be a disappointment <laughs> I might be wasted um we probably will be yeah wasted. what we did what I did last year which I really liked which I would kind of like to do this year if we do like the podcast recording early in the morning or not like yeah. early but I liked having people over for a little pregame here. I yeah. thought that was fun. So we did like on the Saturday because if you go out on the Saturday before like the big pride parade day and everything, it is just as equally like fun, just not as crowded. So it ended up just like happening like this. My friend Steph Aaron and I, we went to a drag show. Yeah. We went to a drag brunch. And then Steph was like, this is like your day. Like, let's do something. So we went to the Cubby Hole, which is another like female I've queer bar. It's so, I personally didn't like it. It's just not my vibe. There's not enough room in there to dance and stuff. Fair. But it was very cute. Like, it's very cute decorated. And then after we went to Henrietta Hudson. Um, and so I loved that first day because like the vibes were there. It just wasn't as crowded. Yeah. And then the on Sunday we went to the parade, mm-hmm. which was stressful, awful. Uh, and it was so fucking hot. It, it was, was hot and it's really crowded. Yeah, like, it's fun to see, but I, I don't need to see it again. I'll go see it with you, Julia, because I love you. Yeah. If somebody had like a very nice apartment that like looked over the parade yes. from a private balcony, Invite me. I'm there. Oh, invite me too, please. Yes, invite us both. <laughs> <laughs> if we need to deter friends, we'll do that. Yeah, exactly. But I <laughs> cannot go again because it just like made me insane last year. Like I will never forget, guys. This is so embarrassing. Um, I we just got into Henrietta Hudson. Of course, it's packed. Yes. And so we're trying to get a drink. And let me tell you, it took 45 minutes to get a drink. So I'm on one end of the bar. And well, Olivia, yeah, we all split up to like try yes. and get in at different points. He's on the other end. And I literally was this close to breaking down and crying. Because all <laughs> I fucking wanted was just like a freaking drink to have fun. I was so, I was, I was crazy. But I know this um, pride specifically. So I, Olivia and I went to this pop-up um, by um, this I don't know whether to, I guess I call it a brand. It's called Grotto. They do sapphic pop-ups around the city. Ooh. So we went to the one at the Ludlow house. They currently have one at a brewery in Williamsburg. They're also doing like um, a sapphic getaway the first weekend of June this, this current weekend. But like, it's like, yeah. And so they're kind of like, I guess like experiences for like, queer people, but like I think they call it sapphic, you know? So, um, they, I know because when we had went to the pop-up at the Ludlow house, they said that they are throwing a pride party on the Friday at Ooh. the Ludlow house, which I'm also sort of interested in going to because the Ludlow house is bougie and pretty Ooh. and you just buy a ticket and their drinks are so good. Ooh. Yeah. So I'm very interested in that too for this pride specifically. Fly. Yes. And then I was supposed to go to a drag brunch this Sunday, but. I'm going to, I'm going up into the country, y'all, and taking a break. But I was going to this the country. You're going to Connecticut. The country. <laughs> going to the like. <laughs> um, but I was I'm really glad we think we're funny. I know. <laughs> I bet people think we're fucking crazy. But um, yeah, I'm really excited 
for for pride oh and once i can like share it on my socials i was in a pride campaign for a brand this Uh. year which was really fucking cool to be asked to do that especially because i just think a younger version of myself was like what the fuck like (laughs) this is so crazy so yeah i'm just excited for pride month my goal once again is just to kiss a woman yes i doubt i'll accomplish it because i don't like talking to strangers and i don't like strangers and i strangers oh my gosh, scare but me everybody at henrietta's is so nice i've been trying I'm, to make more queer friends so now i'll just like be like okay hey. here's the thing i'm perfectly happy to make friends i'm bad at flirting with people flirting with people scares me okay but like what if you just like go into it as friend like you take the pressure off of it and just be like okay like i'm just gonna go like talk to her like we're friends like, you know, like maybe throw I a also, little flirty banter in there. I'm also iconically bad at knowing when someone's flirting with me to, I think the most embarrassing story of it was I went to the grocery store and there was the girl checking me out was really nice. And I went home and I told our, my roommate Katie about it. I almost said our roommate. We didn't <laughs> live together. Um, and I was like, I was like, I've been having a really shitty day, but this turned my way around day around. And Katie was like, you didn't realize she was flirting with you. And I was like, no, she wasn't like Katie, you're straight. Like, I know if a girl is flirting with me, told that story later in the evening to one of my friends who's gay. And they were like, yeah, no, that girl is flirting with you. And I was like, damn it. Damn. Neither of you were even there. And you could tell. Yeah. I don't know if I can tell because I can't. one time Olivia and I were at Henrietta's and we were just like sitting at the bar, the two of us. Um, and these two girls come up to us and they start talking to us. They start asking about like our astro- astrological signs. And I'm like, oh, I'm a Pisces, like whatever. And then the girl across from me said something and Olivia goes, well, that's my girlfriend. And I was like, <laughs> I can hear Olivia. Yeah. Say that. And I was like, wait, I was like, what did she say? And Olivia's like, it doesn't matter. I was like, oh my God. So I have no idea what the flirt was but i don't i can't tell like i'm oblivious no. i mean i'm also I, not a good flirter i like, s- said it in last week's episode uh i found out after high school that many people i liked liked me as well and i couldn't damn. tell and no one told me that's a damn moment damn 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 um and i think we can't do this episode without acknowledging that there is a lot of violence and and what is the word that policies I'm, yes policies being made against like yep. queer yep. Uh, both adults and youth particularly the trans community yeah um yeah i think i just want to say like my heart is with these people like you know olivia and i had a really real conversation about this a couple weeks ago where they kind of came to me and was like I just want the people who love me to be angry about this and to care about this. And it was really an awakening moment for me because I think, and this is not the best quality about me. I avoid a lot of these like really world things that scare me. Um, And, having a non-binary trans partner it's important for me to educate myself about what's going on and to be angry about it and I think the more and more I read about it the more angry I get the more scared I get for the person that I love um it's scary it is and I mean like I I recognize I come from levels of privilege just from where I live to like I am white and I'm like straight passing right I have a lot of layers of privilege and like I it's it's scary out there and like i can't imagine how it is for the people actually going through it and i'm like constantly trying to educate myself and learn what i can do to help but yeah so if if you have the resources to educate yourself to donate to you know like learn about what's going on do it because there's a lot of very scary shit happening yeah um and like people are attacking trans youths and there's no good that's going to come out of any of it. No. Like in my and mind, just, that's how I view it. I'm sending so much love to everyone in the queer. I'm sending so much love to everyone in the queer community out there. Yes. And <sighs> makes me really angry, the shit that people are doing. And yeah. Yes. So that is just something we wanted to make sure that we all acknowledge in in because like, pride is super fun and like whatever. But like at the end of the day, there is it an attack on these people in our community. And so that it has to be a real part of all of this, too. And we all need to stand up for them. Yeah. Period. Per. Period. 
Period. I was thinking sentence, period, per. All right, you guys, let's finish this episode off with a little bit of queer joy. Audrey's getting, this is queer joy coming. I'm getting golden hour. If you're watching online, I bet I look hot. You do. You look amazing. Thank you. So what are some things that you like love about being queer or something that's good that's happened to you because you're queer? Controversial. And I'm mostly kidding. Okay. Kind of kidding. Controversial. Straight people are fucking boring. <laughs> fuck them kids. Straight people are boring. Yeah. Fuck straight people. Okay. If you guys have ever <laughs> seen the TikTok of the, um, the person crying and being like, straight people are so boring. That's like, one of our friends. They're not. Yes. It's one of our friends, Daniel. I shout out Daniel. I literally, that was the moment that I knew my therapist was the one for me was I referenced that video and my therapist and was she like, knew. I know, I know what you're talking about. I was like, that's my friend. That's a slay. That's um, a slay. Like I'm not being, I have a lot of straight friends and there's nothing wrong with them. <laughs> no, but me like, too. I think, yeah, me too. But I also think like a lot of people in their twenties end up experimenting to yeah. some degree, which I think is a great thing. So many people I've realized so many girls specifically like, are have I feel like in my experience of the people I've known I know a lot more women who come out later in life mm. and it's been so fun for me to like see my random acquaintances of like they suddenly all now have girlfriends and I love that yeah I know you know who says this Ashley Gavin she's like the pandemic like made all the females bisexual she's like every just, girl is bisexual now I think part of it for me is I'm just like people are hot and I think I think we all care like it's so great I think we all care too much about like heteronormativity so ingrained and whatnot and i think just people are hot and like let people be hot and fuck who you want to (laughs) fuck and that's today's message (laughs) fuck who you want to fuck as long as you're all consenting adults fuck who you want to fuck yeah i think what i love about being like queer is that i get to be like my most authentic self um there was a really serious time where i was like i'm going to the grave with this shit with this shit and so there's just a version of myself that didn't know that I could live this like freely and this authentically. I'm in a beautiful queer relationship. I love my partner so much. They are better than any cis man I've ever dated. And that's the tea. I really love the joke that has been on Tumblr forever of straight people being like, men and women can't be friends and it's like okay so for bisexuals there are no friends only pray also my hair elastic just snapped so you're gonna see how it interestingly (laughs) falls down like still in a braid but not it looks really weird i'm sure um it almost hair elastic just snapped um i said i also love that i get to walk like hand in hand with my partner throughout the city (laughs) just like being myself you know yeah i think there is a lot of joy in it like I mean, sure, there's definitely been like some points where it's been hard, but like I've been so privileged that I came out and I've had an accepting family and friends. And like the whole community of people is just really wonderful. And I think like I I hope we all like and I think we do like push each other to like grow and like reflect on ourselves and like it makes you examine your like own prejudices and reflect on everything. And like, yeah, 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 I think it just like forces you to look outside yourself yeah and i think something that uh, something we were doing like some brand stuff for the the podcast network and something that just like came back to me was this idea of feeling like really proud that we talk about being bisexual and being queer on the podcast because you know there are so many lifestyle creators that i watch and i and i enjoy them however their lens is very heteronormative boyfriend girlfriend when you have a boyfriend one day and so I hope that people can who love lifestyle content who love like pink and shit and whatever the girly girls can listen to this and feel like I am included in this and that there are people in this podcast space that represent who I am Slay, mic drop you super worn off of me I can't stop saying slay I know you guys I have a slay problem somebody please give me another word to say that is not slay because all I do is say slay and I'm annoying my own self at this point (laughs) all right anyways if you guys like today's episode do not forget to follow us on Instagram at completely fucking clueless and on TikTok and YouTube and on TikTok and YouTube at completely F-C-K-I-N-G clueless slay the day do not forget to rate and review and subscribe 
follow. Send it to a friend. Send it to a lover. Send it to any gay person. Yes, you know. please send it to your queer friends. We would love some more queer girlies, days and gays and all the people following. And we hope you guys have an amazing Tuesday. Happy Pride Month. Happy, and don't forget to be gay. <laughs> and don't forget to be gay. And a motherfucking clueless. Uh, Bye, you guys. Kisses from mommy. (laughs) This has been a 58 Ember production. For more shows, please visit the 58 Ember channel. 58ember.com or find us at 58embermedia on socials.